G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It's a funny thing sometimes, isn't it? Depending on who you're talking to and what sort of circumstances that they're going through as to whether people think about all of the good things that happen to us as Christian believers. And isn't it nice to be able to reflect on those blessings that come into our lives and we can give glory to God? But sometimes we're talking in a different context and things not going so well, where there are hardships, where there are attacks, illnesses, people close to us dying, all sorts of challenges. And we wonder how, as Christian believers, we ought to be thinking about those things. Nice to be on top of the mountains, not always so easy to be in the valleys. Let's talk about some of those things today. The reality of suffering. And Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been reflecting on some of these things and joining us again today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, it's always nice when you are on the mountaintops, uh, but inevitably there'll be a time when you're suffering either something minor, but then something minor can grow into something very serious. You've been reflecting on the reality of suffering in one of your latest articles. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of components to this kind of topic, a lot of ways we can approach it. I've written a number of pieces, and uh, I've long said, as have others, I think we need really to develop a theology of suffering. That is, the Bible talks about it all the time, but a lot of Christians often don't talk about it at all. They try to avoid the topic, or they try to well, worse yet, some of the, our unhelpful theologies try to claim that a Christian should never suffer, perhaps persecution at best, but otherwise they should not suffer and go through the normal hardships of life. So for a lot of reasons, I think we Christians can do a lot better in thinking about something that is true for every one of us. We all suffer, certainly the older you get, <laughs> the more you know about all kinds of very real kinds of suffering, including physical suffering. But yes, and this piece that I've just done it, it is also not just theoretical, but it has to do with a, a couple in America, that a Christian couple who are going through some really quite horrific suffering in many ways. And uh, I think it's important that when we tell the stories, as you say, of the mountaintop experiences, we also need to tell the story of the valley experiences and point out the truth that God is in both equally. It's not just him with us when things are going fine, but God is with us when things are kind of falling apart. It's interesting when we talk about our Christian attitude to suffering, Bill, because I do find that when you are a Christian and you say, what does the Bible teach about suffering? Well, we could go to the book of Job, mm. and there is a book all about suffering. We can look at the life of Jesus. Uh, his life was 
he was called the suffering servant. So yeah. there's lots of suffering there. And then the Apostle Paul, who went through so much yeah. uh, persecution and suffering in the way that he was a servant of the Lord. So when we when we talk about our own thoughts about suffering, it's not as though we need to always be talking about those issues of blessing and happiness and joy because the reality of life demands that we actually have a good balance in these things. Yeah, well, we have to. If we want to be faithful Christians, true to the Word of God, then we uh, proclaim the whole counsel of God. So we speak of the joy of the Lord and all that, and rightly so. But we also speak of life in a fallen world. Uh, You know, we suffer, we get sick, we die. Uh, Loved ones will get uh, stricken down with cancer. Uh, You know, a close friend might get hit by a car and die. I mean, there's a million things happening every uh, day around the world. Sad cases of tragedy, of grief, of sorrow, of suffering. So the Christian of all people should have a a biblical understanding of these issues and, uh, you know, a balanced understanding, not pretending it doesn't happen or not trying to over-spiritualize things, but to uh, be realistic, biblically speaking. And, of course, as Christian believers, we do have the Bible. The Bible is a wonderful and ultimate resource which would tell us about the balance between uh, this joyfulness and suffering. But we also have the testimonies of people. Mm. And uh, just before our conversation, Bill, just to reflect that uh, not everybody has the capacity to write about these things in ways that will touch a chord in people's lives. But this couple in the United States that you've begun to talk about, Douglas and Rebecca Grutius, uh, they've been able to articulate a suffering journey in a, a tremendous way. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a sad story, uh, certainly not unique. There'd be many others like it. Uh, but in this case, I, I feel I know the guy, actually. Uh, both are authors, evangelical Christians. Uh, I've got about uh, almost a dozen, I think, of Doug's books on apologetics and philosophy, and he's done a lot of good critiques of the New Age movement and so on. So I know him from his books, and I also happen to be a, a friend of his, at least on the social media And so he is doing regular updates of the struggles that his wife is going through with a degenerative disease, which is really just, you know, it's, well, she's now in kind of advanced stages, it seems, of dementia and the like, where she can barely look after herself, getting harder to do the most basic things in life, getting harder to communicate, harder to do anything. And for any husband or spouse to see their own spouse going through that, getting, you know, worse progressively. Uh, This has been going on for some years now. So, yeah, he's been kind of documenting this, if you will, in uh, various social media posts, but he's also doing a book on it, which will be out later this year. So I'll certainly uh, grab that book when it comes and uh, do a review of it. But uh, I wrote up his story uh, just recently, and for what it's worth of interest, he did send in a comment uh, to my uh, article saying it was a, a good job. And, well, as I replied to him, the main aim was, of course, to get more people praying for him, because this is a tough place to be in when your whole world is kind of collapsing and you're, you know, you can even question your faith. Many would, in fact, give up their faith 
get angry at God or what have you. Uh, he's been holding out. You know, he's, he's certainly not renouncing his faith, but he's got questions like anybody else. You know, why God? Why all this suffering? So it's quite a journey that he's been describing. I give it a, a bit of a write-up in my piece. So uh, if nothing else, if we pray for him and others like them in their situation, well, that can be one good outcome out of all this. Bill, the book title is Walking Through Twilight, A Wife's Illness, A Philosopher's Lament. I'm just thinking as I look at the title of the book that different people are on different levels in the sorts of responses that they want to have when it comes to the joys of life and and then, as you say, developing a theology of suffering. And you're familiar with this man's writing. Is it likely to be in the shallow end or the deep end? I suspect that you're going to say this is going to be a deep end type book yeah. because for some people they aren't not, they're not able to swim in the deep end with all of the deep philosophy, mm-hmm. philosophizing that goes on. But uh, what are your thoughts about what this book might look like? Yeah, oh, look, I think it'll be a book that everybody can appreciate. I mean, it'll be deep in the sense of, you know, he won't be giving us glib answers. He certainly won't be throwing out cheap uh, bumper sticker cliches, you know, the kind of easy answers. Oh, well, if you just had more faith, brother, you wouldn't be suffering or, you know, just unhelpful Christian cliches that we so easily toss around when people are in real grief and turmoil. So in that sense, it'll be very deep indeed. It'll be a reflection of, you know, the biblical material. You know, he, he knows his Bible well, so you'll get a lot of that. He's a philosopher. You might get a bit of that. But I don't think it'll be over the heads of ordinary people, but it will be, a, a, you know, a, I think, oh, I'm just from based on what he's already written, a, a, both a very personal and pastoral look at his own personal situation with his wife, but looking at some of the bigger, you know, issues. This is something that's been discussed and debated for thousands of years, as you say. Book of Job, a full 42 chapters devoted simply to the topic of suffering and why does God allow suffering. So it's something that it's been uh, talked about for centuries and centuries, And, uh, you know, every story in one sense is unique. We all go through our own suffering. But on the other hand, there's nothing that we're going through that it's not uncommon to all the rest of us. So I think we'll be able to relate and hopefully gain a lot from the book when it comes out. And uh, that's partly what Paul says in uh, Corinthians, right? He says, partly I've been through all these sufferings and afflictions so that when you are in your own suffering and afflictions, I can be of some help to you. So that's partly why God even allows us to go through this in the first place, so we can help others when they're in the same place. Sometimes you can be wandering through the aisles at a library or at a bookshop, and Mm. you can be looking at the titles of books on the spines and And you might say, who reads this stuff? Uh, Because if you're not in that place of suffering, if things are not spiraling out of control, Mm -hmm. you might say, I'm just not interested to read that. But if you find yourself in the middle of a circumstance where you have no control, things are going very badly, illness accident, tragedy that takes over, all of a sudden those books become Mm -hmm. like gold. They're like gold, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. 
And it is true that, I suppose, again, if you're younger, uh, you know, you may think life is a breeze, life is wonderful. You do get a bit more uh, of reality check of suffering when you get older, simply physical uh, frailties and illnesses and decline certainly takes place. I'm certainly noticing it as I get older. So, yeah, in some ways, if you're young and healthy and everything's going fine, you may never even think about these things. But as we know, sadly, in a fallen world, tragedy can strike at any time, whether you lose a boyfriend or a loved one dies in an accident or any number of issues. Uh, once again, we're driven back to reality. Oh, uh, life is not to be something that we put all of our uh, hope into. Uh, this is a temporary way station for eternity and learning lessons along the way, including learning through suffering. Uh, that's part of the journey. Even if you're not a Christian, you have to deal with this. But certainly for the believer, uh, coping with suffering, trying to get a handle of why God allows it and why he's uh, with us in our suffering, that's uh, valuable stuff that we all need to learn. Bill, no doubt there'll be some listeners saying, I'm going to be hanging out for that book. I mentioned its title, Walking Through Twilight, A Wife's Illness, A Philosopher's Lament. Well, in the meantime, before that book's release, you might like to read Bill's article on some of the issues that are being raised as that book is in its uh, production stage. It's called The Reality of Suffering Versus Your Best Life Now. And you'll be able to have a look at Bill's article when you go and simply Google Culture Watch or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, always great getting your insights. Thanks so much for talking to us again today on 2020. Many thanks again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.